Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights, special episode, tribute to Lou Brock, who passed away Sunday afternoon. They said unknown uh, causes, at least the preliminary report, uh, no mention of whether it would be um, a COVID-related thing, but Lou had, had lost his leg from diabetes a number of years ago and had cancer and supposedly was doing well with cancer, but he'd had serious uh, cancer and, and he was 81, born in 1939. Remembered as uh, super fast with uh, with some uh, pop in his bat as well. A very exemplary player, a Hall of Famer. Not uh, back in the day, not first ballot, but he, his career spanned from I think 19 years from 61 to 79, and then he got in the Hall of Fame in 85. And you typically have to wait five years. So the mode in those days was to the, the, a guy like Brock, who would be with his 3,000 hits, would definitely be in the Hall of Fame. Would, would still have to wait a year, which was just the, just the protocol. He'd been the, he had his 3,000 hits, which was considered an automatic ticket to get in the Hall of Fame. And then he was uh, also the stolen base leader, career leader until Ricky Henderson broke his record. He would have been, he mostly, his career was in the pre-fantasy baseball, pre-rotisserie baseball for the most part. And so you're dealing with a guy who was appreciated, but you, there was, wouldn't be the uh, tracking of his stolen bases and hits and RBIs and runs scored and everything else. I remember him as an outstanding player. Didn't really. I was a Pirate fan, so he was uh, originally a Cub, and then in his in the very actually infamous trade, he was traded to the Cardinals, their their biggest rivals, the two more Western National League from teams from back in the uh, late fifties, early sixties. They he was traded for Ernie Brolio and Bobby Shantz. Bobby Shantz very much at the end of his career. Ernie Brolio, they didn't realize he was at the end of his career, but he had a the proverbial. Uh, Sore arm. Now, card collectors know that in the hierarchy of players, typically hitters are valued above pitchers in terms of card values. On the other hand, especially a, a young player that's exciting, which Lou Brock really was. It was super exciting whenever he reached base and was obviously potential to uh, to steal at any time. He had this great pop-up slide, which I uh, could imitate indoors on carpet, but not as well outdoors on uh, on uh, on the sandlot. He'd come up with, actually, he'd want to pop up, but you'd pop up with some raspberry, strawberries, whatever you want to call them, on your leg with the, some of the fields that, that I played on. His autograph was not particularly that uh, difficult because he was a good guy. <laughs> and he was awarded a number of, the, just the awards that he got speaks to the character of, of of Lou Brock. He won the Roberto Clemente Award, which is involved, and it's a character award, but it also heavily involves uh, community involvement. Lou Brock, check, just outstanding recognition to get to be the, the one guy for that year to get the Roberto Clemente Award. He also won the Lou Gehrig Award, which, again, epitomized by Lou Gehrig's integrity and character. It had nothing to do with the disease, but uh, the way that Lou Gehrig uh, played the game showed up and uh, consecutive game streak. So Lou Brock also won that. He won the Hutch Award uh, for Freddie Hutchinson, who was had uh, it, that award is for fighting spirit. And Fred Hutchinson was a kind of a bulldog pitcher back in the late 40s, early 50s, and succumbed to cancer at, at some point, but fought through it. Ironically, uh, cancer was in Lou Brock's uh, future as well. He won the award in 1979, and then many years later, he also is is hit with cancer. Lou was actually on six All-Star teams and had uh, was never the MVP. He came in second to Garvey, to Steve Garvey, in 1974. 
And that was, that's, that's wonderful to be the second best player in the league. And Garvey had a really good year and the baseball writers vote. He was, he came up big in the big games, noted as his uh, winning the Babe Ruth Award, which was for the outstanding postseason player. And that was in 1967, uh, the uh, the second world championship that Lou was a part of. He was a part of the 64 Cardinals World Championship. In fact, he when he was traded mid-season 64, that kind of turned things around for the Cardinals, and they went all the way. 67, they won again. 68, they would have won, but they were uh, knocked out by the uh, Detroit Tigers, Mickey Lolich, and all of that, the, that, that great run that the Tigers had in 68. Lou rhymes with boo. I don't think he was booed very much at, uh, but Lou, the drawn out Lou, which uh, applies to, it's only done affectionately with, with, with players that the, that the home fans, uh, so they're not booing when they're looing. Lou, I don't think he was the inventor of the Brockabrell. You'd have to go and Google that, but it was a kind of a, a helmet that could go on your, wasn't a helmet, but it was like a little umbrella that would fit on top of your head in case there would be rain at the stadium. You could put it on. I think it was a stadium novelty more than a, something that people would wear around town. An idea that was uh, almost a great idea, but certainly interesting. And Lou, it was the Brock umbrella, and it, I don't think it ever got to big mass production, but it was a, an interesting novelty. Lou is regarded as being part of the uh, worst or best midseason trade in baseball history. And that he was traded for Ernie Brolio. Back in the old days, the general managers did these things, not a lot of saber metrics. And uh, Ernie had had a, a decent, actually more than a decent past. He'd been third in the Cy Young voting in 1960 and was actually ninth in the NL MVP voting. In fact, his Cy Young back in, in 1960, in the early days, the Cy Young award was given to the best pitcher, including both leagues. So he actually came in third, but that included everybody in the American League, and it's a third best pitcher in baseball in 1960. But if you look, if you dig into the stats, you can see that he did have a great year, but he was used not just in uh, starting roles, but also in relief roles. And so he, that was his peak. And as I said, with the, the way trades were done back in the day, I guess the general managers talked on the phone or just met and said, I got this guy and I want this guy and, and Ernie Brolio and, and Bobby Shantz and somebody else were traded for this promising young uh, player, Lou Brock, who really had not hit his stride with the Cubs. They were giving him a chance, but oh boy, <laughs> did he come on strong with the Cardinals. It, just like with card values, the past performance is frequently a an excellent predictor of future performance, but not always. They Ernie Brolio was traded, past performance was really good, but his future performance did not bear up. Brock went the other way. I'm looking, when I'm buying cards or advising people about buying cards, you're always looking for that the supply and demand, again, it's, it's just not considered properly sometimes that it's the supply and the demand at that prevailing price. And so if you look at Lou Brock's cards, his, his 62 tops rookie card, uh, I think a little bit condition sensitive as the as the sixty two tops are, not uh, one of the, the mid mid to late series. The card number three eighty seven, I, I I never saw those in quantity. So I think that's. But on the other hand, it's a two hundred fifty dollar raw card according to the Beckett OPG, and that would have sounded pricey six months ago. Now it sounds wow, that's only that for this uh, legendary player who's now passed. Uh, sixty three tops, he's in that next to last series. For me, that was always the toughest card of Lou Brock's. It has uh, good value. Again, not particularly petition sensitive for me, but the tougher in terms of supply. 64 tops was easy. And then 65 tops is uh, card number 540. It's listed as an SP in the price guide. I, 
Again, I'm not the guy anymore, but that's not my recollection. That my, my experience was not that was uh, an SP any more than any other 65 tops card that was in the last series. So the other thing I would point out with that is that when we're looking at uh, past trends and future trends, the current trend now in some cases is to pick up LeBron James' first card with the Lakers or Anthony Davis's first card with the Lakers. 65 tops, 64 tops was first series. He's obviously on the Cubs. 65 tops last series by then he's been with the Cardinals. So that's his first card with the Cardinals. I don't know that I'm going to see any kind of run on that, but that's a trend that uh, seems to be more uh, established as we speak. When I look at the different uh, Lou Brock cards, I really see a, a guy that's not, it's hard to say he has his own following. He's not uh, the biggest star, but he, he obviously has a following. Again, all those awards, uh, great performance on the field, a really good guy. Uh, off the field. So are there any bargains in his cards? When Rich and I do these episodes, we're drawn to some of the stuff that not just the supply and the demand, there's a relationship there. But if you start with low supply, you're already halfway there because you don't need that much demand if it's a very low supply card. So we, we're looking at the Venezuelan issues and the OPG versions and some of the, the I look at the team packs and any test issues. Again, not high demand for those, but the supply is so low, there's probably a lot more demand. Uh, and again, the demand would uh, be there unless the price gets so high that people say, "Hey, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna chase that because that that's perceived to be uh, too high of a price," which is that prerogative. So that's the dance that collectors have: is that when something is in vogue, you chase it, and then when you chase it up and the price gets up really high, then you say, well, "Maybe you don't want it that bad." In fact, that's what needs to happen. That's what collectors need to say is that uh, I'd have a Lou Brock card, and you start out thinking about the rookie card. Again, logically makes a lot of sense, but if the rookie card gets run up too high being the operative word and, and uh, difficult to determine, but if that perception is, hey, the rookie card is now fully priced, no room to go up, then people might uh, chase the second card, which, as I said, is, I believe, tougher. Uh, third, 64 tops, pretty easy, comparatively. And then 65 tops, a high number, first card with the Cardinals, might see interest there. So that's just some of the uh, potential buyer psychology. I'm not saying everybody thinks that way, but uh, Lou Brock had a lot of fans, not Brock Abrella fans, but uh, fans for the player that he was and the person that he was. And um, and I, I wish baseball had. I'm, I'm always appreciative of stars that are uh, quality people and give back, which clearly Lou Brock did. So thanks sponsors, Tops Panini Upper Deck, Burbank Sports Cards, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Heritage Auctions, Hugs and Scott Auctions, ComC.com, as well as Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication. You can find uh, Lou Brock cards, plenty of them. You know where to find them, but the Beckett Marketplace has a bunch. Certainly ComC does. And uh, if you're in Aurora, Colorado, you know where to go. If you're in Burbank, California, you know where to go. So uh, thanks, everybody, for uh, just an opportunity to uh, give tribute to, to Lou Brock. I think he has not been in good health for a number of years. When you have an amputation, that's when COVID doctors talk about comorbidity and other factors. Lou certainly had that. So I don't know what got him, but uh, no one lives forever. And, and when you do go, are you going to be missed? So I think quality people are missed. That's my theory. So I'm trying to be a good guy and hope uh, you are too, or a an outstanding young person or a man or woman, just to be exemplary. You don't have to win the awards, but, but again, Lou Brock, gone at 81 years old. Thanks, everybody. Be back again tomorrow with another episode.